Hello, everybody, and welcome into the Level Heads. We are back. We were absent last week. We were on our Builder 20 meeting, myself, Jamie, and Zane, and uh, we're back this week with a great guest. Uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Mike Conley from Greenside Design Build. I'm uh, Jamie Verdura from Verdura Construction. And I'm Zane Ellis from Collective Build in Knoxville, Tennessee. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. Zane is uh, absent this week. He's on vacation, spring break with his family. So uh, let him enjoy that. We've got a great guest on this week. We've got Will King from High Cotton Homes. How are you doing, Will? Hey, hey guys. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Sure. Thanks for coming on. So tell us a little bit about yourself. All I know is you're a, a builder in northwest Alabama, and you're also a contributor to the Build Show. So that's all exciting stuff. Yeah, well, and you, you've already got to step up on Reisinger because every time to this day that he introduces me, he tells everybody I'm from Georgia. So <laughs> totally different state. We're not from Georgia. So yes, Northwest Alabama. Uh, so yeah, I'm a custom home builder here in Florence. Uh, we're on the Tennessee River here, like you said, Northwest corner of Alabama. We're a, we're a design build firm. You know, we work with clients from start to finish on house plans, all the design work, interior, exterior, and uh, yeah, just a small little construction company. We have, have a good time. We primarily build on the lake here, so it's a good good place to be. Cool. So you weren't, you weren't uh, yeah. always a, a home builder. I read that you're a fireman. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Back in my cool past life, uh, when I did not have a beard, I was a... <laughs> <laughs> fireman paramedic actually for the city of Decatur which is just outside of Huntsville I was there for well not in Decatur for 10 years but I had about 10 years in the fire service before I uh, ended up transitioning out to be a full-time builder so uh, we could talk fire stuff for a couple hours if you wanted to oh yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm with you let's go building stuff's old yeah. So, yeah if you don't if you don't mind if you don't mind what made what was the driver for uh Making the move, man. Yeah. So, so I mean, first of all, I think the, the the first part of that is just being a fireman's awesome. Like it's it's. I mean, I, I swear, I think it's the best job in the world. Chicks, right? Um, That's why all guys are firemen. Yeah. Chicks. <laughs> yeah. Chicks. Yeah. Well, I got married, so I had to be. That's sure right. Yeah. 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 My, my, my wife made me quit. No. It, you know, I was. Uh, gosh, I started in the fire service like at nineteen years old. Oh, wow. Uh, Eighteen years old, actually, and so I went to UAB. Uh, when I got out of high school to obviously a college in Birmingham, uh, didn't like school to be honest with you. I didn't, I was trying to be a nurse and I had no idea why and ended up going into the fire service. I had a, some friends that were doing it and, you know, I got the fire bug, they say, and next thing you know, I'm, I'm quitting college. I'm going to recruit school. I'm in EMT school. And that was the start of that career. But, um, you know, I guess well, I could tell you a whole segment here about the fire service. Maybe we'll get to that. But to, to end it, I mean, to end up leaving. So I had, we were in Birmingham when I was there. You know, fireman worked 24 on, 48 off um, schedule. So I had two days uh, plus all my sick time, as <laughs> less the joke was. Ended up having lots of days off if I needed them. And, and we were flipping houses. You know, we were buying, uh, we redid our own house and we, we bought some other properties in Birmingham. And really enjoyed it. I was actually able to pay for my wife's grad school. So that was huge plus, nice. right? Um, 
CRNA school is expensive if the, you don't know that. <laughs> um, so we were able to get through grad school and uh, we moved back home. So we lived in Birmingham at the time. And then we moved back to the Florence area and tried to flip a house. Um, I think I spent 10 months on that project and uh, probably made 3000 bucks, you know, when I sold it. So obviously that one flopped, but we got it, got back in the circle of people here and, um, you know, there was a lot of friends that we had and family building houses. And to be honest, it was just like disasters everywhere. Not only was it like water problem after water problem, it was also financial crisis stuff happening. And so I was like, man, if we can flip houses and renovate houses and, and all the things that we're doing, we should just start building them from scratch, you know? And so that was the idea that was in 2016, um, started in 2017, the company and, you know, I was lucky. I had a friend that needed a house built that we started with. I had a, I brought in a partner, which remind us, we can talk about that too. Um, brought in a partner and ended up building a few houses together and we're able to get exposure quickly. So that was, that was good for us. Um, but my daughter was born March the 8th um, of 2017. So you know, something about being a full-time fireman, a full-time contractor, um, full-time husband, let's move that one to the top of the list. Um, (laughs) and then also being a dad, I mean, I was killing myself. I couldn't, I never went to bed. I mean, I was just trying to slam energy drinks, um, and, and just keep moving, keep moving. And, and I think I was either, I was going to have to pick something, you know, and Brooke was like, we, this is, this is bad. And so, you know, I never thought I'd leave the fire service, man. It was like my passion. I mean, I was all in. I, we were, um, I was a young driver at the time. We'd been promoted, teaching for the state fire college. Had been to Japan several times to teach. It was just, I was all in. Did you and, say Japan? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we got to teach some Air Force um, firefighters over in Misawa, Japan. But, That's cool. That's cool. So it's weird, you know, you go from something that you're so passionate about to all of a sudden just removing yourself from it. And anyway, that was, that was a weird transition, but, uh, the business had just gotten so big. Um, and you know, I couldn't afford to be gone every third day and not available. So that's great. Ended up, right. ended up, uh, you know, risking it all, I guess, and walking away from state retirement and, um, boom, full-time builder, or, or I guess even more full-time builder was kind of the, the real, the real store. Double time. Double <laughs> yeah. time yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how we started. It's been a, it's been a bumpy road for the last six years. I can't, don't believe everything you see on Instagram. You know, there's, there's, yeah. we always joke there's about some that. real talk yeah. that we could have <laughs> smoke and mirrors, right? Yeah. So when you, absolutely. when you started out and you were flipping homes, were you self-performing a lot of the work? Did you sub out a lot of it or how, how did that work out? So all the dirty stuff, you know, I was doing, um, you know, we started all the demo. I had one guy. That's the good thing about firemen. You had friends that that also wanted something to do. And then you also had firemen that were electricians and firemen that were plumbers and firemen that were fabricators and floor installers and gutter guys. Seems like firemen love gutters. I don't know what, what the common <laughs> thing there is. So, so, so both. Yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on what we were doing, how extensive the projects were. Um, I'm not a carpenter. Don't pretend to be a carpenter. Um I'm a, I'm an old farm boy and then washed out fireman. So, um, we can make stuff work, you know, but when it comes to fine craftsmanship, you know, we, we have some great guys on our team for that. And, and I'm, I'm definitely not wearing bags like Jake is, um, 
when when you guys talk to him. So great. So when you transition to a full time builder, mm-hmm. tell us about tell us about that process and and what it was like. You mentioned you had a partner. Yeah, I uh, did. So you know, I guess man, where do we start? So I, so I did have a partner, and you know, actually we're still friends today, which I think is kind of unusual. Yeah, huge. yeah, we, he's a great, no, great a guy, value. great family. Um, you know, we just. He was also had a full-time job and then he was building and I had a full-time job and was doing the same. And then when all of a sudden I left the fire service, like I was all in and he wasn't able to do that. And, and we had two different visions, you know, I was wanting to, um, you know, build, show it up, you know, like I, I, I wanted a better house. I wanted to be a better builder. I wanted to build stuff that was going to last and more expensive custom homes, and I, you know, and he's kind of found his sweet spot in a, um, you know, more like rental house type market, spec house market, which, you know, there's a market for that and everybody has their thing. But, um, uh, so, so I ended up, um, deciding to, to just buy him out. And so I was able to do that. And, and, uh, then at that point it got real because then it's like, okay, now I'm, I'm driving the boat yeah, it's, completely. It's all on um, you, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, you know, Hey, I can call my partner. It's, it's, you know, but, Yep. freedom comes with that right because then then it's yep. you know i mean I, I was thinking the other day like you know you go buy you go buy lunch and you write it off on your taxes as, a, as an expense like we all do well if you have a partner it starts to get weird because it's like am i eating out more than he is <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I, I had a steak yeah. he had a salad type thing yeah yeah <laughs> like yeah. I, I was doing some credit card stuff after vegas after ibs and i'm, I'm like oh my, we spent what you know like it and I actually wanted, that was one of my thoughts. I was like, oh, you know, gosh, if you had a partner still, like this would be terrible. Like, I don't know how to even explain this to him, you know? So, um, but that, that reminded me, but, you know, from that point on, um, you know, we, we, gosh, we just started grinding. I had a, uh, I had a, my father-in-law was instrumental in the business side of it for me. Um, when we first started building, he was, um, he'd found himself in early retirement. So his company that he was with got bought out. And so he was, um, you know, not really looking for anything to do, but, but just kind of hanging there and I, and I, and talking to him, I was like, Scott, I really need some help, man. I got, I downloaded QuickBooks. I bought it for the first time and I was trying to do that myself. And I'm like, I'm dying. Like I'm not, a, am not, that's just not me. I have, <laughs> I'm not the accountant. Same. And so he was yeah. able to come in, get all of our cost codes set up, get QuickBooks set up and co-construct to which we were using him and I flew to Cincinnati and trained on co-construct. And so I was very lucky to have somebody like that to lean on early. Cause I think the business side is what's so hard to figure out, you know, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. We can make houses go up, but it's like, you know, what, let's like, what the heck is, you know, what do you mean? I have to have a subcontractor agreement. Like what, what does that even mean? You know, like there was questions like that, that I had early on. Cause I, again, my dad wasn't a builder. Uh, you know, I didn't have, I didn't work for a builder. I didn't have any, anybody telling me, Hey, this is how you do it. I mean, it was school of hard knocks and, um, yeah. You know, and leaky, chi- leaky chimneys. <laughs> and unfortunately in our industry, that's the way most of us builders learn through trial and error, making mistakes. Yeah. And mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the business aspect, there's, there's no builder business school out there that's going to teach you these things. And even no. myself, I've been building for a long time and, I'm a member of this builder 20 group that we mentioned. And 
that group really opens your eyes to the business side. You have these seasoned builders that will big, show big you, time. you know, how to run a business, how to set up mm-hmm. cost codes, how to, you know, set up your employees, all that type of stuff that people are coolest yeah. for when they come in to the business first. Yeah. Yeah, and hats and hats off to you for just jumping in. A lot of guys kind of start small and young and you know, don't make that big of a move. It's a big move from walking from a, a real career yeah. and jumping into another real career. And uh, it's a, hats off I've, to you. I've man. got a good wife. I'll say that. <laughs> but you're you're a fireman. You're used to <laughs> running into fires, right? <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, it. I still yeah. feel like literally all I do is put out fires all day long now. I feel like that's like that's like my job as a builder, you know. I feel like yeah. it's, it's the same yeah. job description. It's it, just man. not as you know, not as hot. I guess my helmet doesn't melt off if it gets too bad. But yeah, um, but yeah, we that's it, I, hindsight, man. I, I was kind of half crazy to be honest with you. I think I still am. But um, yeah, it's been oh, that's it's all been right. A fun journey. The other half is sane, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's you right. mentioned you mentioned your wife there. Is she part of the business too? Um, I would say yes. For sure, part of the business, part of everything. Brooke is a CRNA by degree. Um, we have two little girls, six and three. Brooke is homeschooling our oldest daughter, wow. um, so she's in kindergarten, right? So, so it's not a huge. Um, I mean, you know, we're not teaching physics yet, but <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it, that's a big yeah. jump. Uh, we're doing two our first year this year, so we're doing a seventh grader and a fourth Ooh. grader. My wife's homeschooling them that's the first time ever so yeah it's a big it's a lot lot for michelle's homeschooling do you do anything michelle does everything over there (laughs) no no i don't do do much uh, yeah brooke brooke is a rock star when it comes to all things kids and homeschooling and and keeping that part of our life going um but from a business side though brooke has been um from day one everything on our instagram account our website She's built all that from scratch. Um, you know, we now have a videographer and some, you know, uh, that's made life easier for sure. Um, with that, that happened when build show started with us, but so capturing content now is easier, but you guys know running a social account, like it's funny people, people will reference like, Oh, you need a social media girl, you know? And I'm like, what does that even mean? Like, you know, like that's, that's so offensive to start with, you know, but yeah, it's such I, a yeah. big job. Like anybody can make a post, but very few people can very strategically organize content and put all the posts together. And I mean, it's a lot of yeah. Work. I see, I see her like at night. You know, she'll be trying to get a reel just right, and like you know, with the guy hitting something with the music beats. And I'm like, that is my like. I would lose my mind if I had to sit there and figure that out. I can't do it. I, I was my thirteen-year-old daughter was doing it last yeah. night for me. I just give her the. I go, here's the content I Please. want. Here's the song. The rest is you, sis. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I guess to wrap that up, yeah, Brooke's been involved from every step of this. I mean, been supportive, been there when you know bad things have happened, good things have happened, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that everybody's wife, whether they want to admit it or not, is is probably involved in their businesses to some degree. You know, for sure. Yeah, I mean, or, or or I would yeah. incur. I would say they should be. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. At any yeah. capacity, no, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she's she's very active here, and then you know, we we have uh, we have some rental properties and things that we do too that that she helps me with, and uh, that keeps us busy. Um, so I don't know. We're like glutton for punishment all the time. It's like what what else can we do? You know, <laughs> and at some point we should just slow down and enjoy where we are. 
That's kind of that was actually our twenty three goal was to just put eggs back in the basket and 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 enjoy a six and three year old a little bit more. You know, yeah, that's definitely important. It's definitely important. That's what we do. That's for very them. important. Yeah, yeah. No, this business will eat you yeah, alive. Well. And um, I'm guilty of it because my youngest, who, or excuse me, my oldest, he's 15 now. The guy's got a mustache. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah, and I've been busy for the last 15 years, you know. So that's something reflecting on and really trying to rein in. And we're doing the same yeah. thing, you know. So. Everybody says the same thing. It's like anybody you talk to that has kids that are in business, they, they all, every single person tells you, man, you better slow down and enjoy what you have, you know. Like, I, I don't know one person that yeah. hasn't said it to me that's, um, that's a business owner. So yeah, it's, it's a trend. Yeah, it's a it's a double edged sword. There, it provides a life for us, right? It's a nice life, and you know, my wife's able to homeschool mm-hmm. my children. We have we have that option, but you know, the sacrifice is, you know, pretty much being preoccupied yeah. a lot yeah. of the Trading time. Trading time. You know, even if I'm home, I'm not home. You know, so I've been you know, same twenty three goal. I'm trying to slow down a little bit in yeah. that respect. Yeah, I think we all need some of that. So, Will, I was checking out your website. Yeah. You seem to have a pretty big team going. Tell us about how many team members yeah. you got. I saw you have a bunch of carpenters. You self-performed the carpentry, or just yeah, I think I, we we had a new employee start two weeks ago, and I think that put us at sixteen or seventeen. I'd have wow. to try to get on Connect Team and count. Oh, big so, staff, yeah, you know, and I didn't know it would grow that fast. It, it was very, um, I guess, not unintentional, but man, it, it, it's just boom, boom, boom. So, um, gosh, to, to to start, I guess I'll tell you the structure first. So obviously there's, there's myself, I have an operations manager that works under me. Um, and then we have two PMs that, that are under Sam and, and, um, running. And I actually, I'm PM at a job right now too, which is, I can't wait to get done, man. I can't, I can't <laughs> wait to get done. Um, and then we have two designers on staff, um, that handle everything from, um, a lot of house plan modifications. Uh, we have a draftsman too, but we have two designers that are, you know, they call them interior designers. And, and again, that's such a terrible description of what they actually do, you know, and, and we could go on and on and on about incorporating designers into a construction company. And, you know, the, the short story is I got chapped and burned early from working with outside designers. And I knew if I was going to keep doing this and and stay sane, I had to bring that in house. So um, I do decided to do that. I do want to dive into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a good topic. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I should talk. I can't. I can't disclose everything. <laughs> you know, we'll have, we'll have to have a phone call know, yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. But but so we have designers. I have um, two full time carpentry crews. You know, two head carpenters or lead carpenters, and then two back two assistants. Um, then we have four um runners we call them or actually no we call them field engineers we don't call them runners um yep field like engineers it. and they're you know they're they're like my lowe's guys my job site cleaners my you know just just simple task um but you can actually find good guys that way that um, in fact my operations manager that's running a big part of this company he started off in that position Oh wow! Uh, he was part time mm-hmm. in college, and he graduated UNA right here in Florence, and then just never left, and and decided to forego PT school and stay in construction. So that's been a probably a good step for us is having young guys come in, and and you kind of you can figure out they have the the you know the ability to to be in this business or not. And then 
100%. So, so yeah, we, we, uh, you know, my carpenter, my main carpenter that I hired first, I was, he was a subcontractor and I was just having trouble getting him, you know, he's so busy. And finally we just had the conversation of, Hey, what would it, what would you think about coming to just work full time for me? And we kept that conversation going and he finally committed. And then, um, I was nervous as crap, man. Like I was thinking, I, can't, I don't know if I can afford this guy, you know, but I, right. again, went back and looked at accounting and it was like, you know what, man, in the last year we've subbed out like $90,000 in trim labor. And, and I'm like, we can, yeah, we can afford this, you know? So, um, yeah, that was a big move for me, man, honestly, because even trim carpenters are awesome. I mean, they yeah. like a good one can do anything. Like yeah. they can frame, they can demo, they yep. can do even basic yep. electrical and plumbing. Like they can troubleshoot anything. They fix leaky roofs. They can. There's a lot of stuff in a custom man, home. To I do. mean, that's like, yeah. yeah so, so that, that, that has been so, so, so good for us having our in-house trim. And so, you know, they even get involved early on with even obviously before we start doing electrical walkthroughs, like we take them out and we lay out all the beams, coffered ceilings, like whatever it is. Um, they, they help with so many things. It's, it's crazy. I can't yep. even, we'd need three hours to talk about all that, I guess. Yeah. But, that's a big topic we've been talking about lately is bringing subcontractors in house because the, the shortage of labor and qualified mm-hmm. labor and it, that, that mountain's only going to get taller. So I think when guys can bring all that stuff in house, they're going to have an advantage. Huge years to come. Huge. And, and Mike's Mike's fighting <laughs> it like no other. Go for it, Mike. Mike does. Yeah, we've been go trying to it. tell him. Well, you said you were scared to death hiring him. Just multiply that by a hundred, and that's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> and then you know, Mike. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I we can also say that as I have hired people. Um, especially new positions. I've always been nervous. Um, but I, I don't have one new, I don't have any position that I've hired that, that I've added that I've looked back and said, man, that was a bad idea. Um, you know, that that's, right. it, it's, it's all yep. worked out in the end. Um, we've had to change some people, some staffing, but the position is, has been good. So I'm guessing yeah, that's I, not all luck. I, I bet you have some good systems and operations set up within your own company to kind of, guide that and pigeonhole people to the right position yeah you know i guess so i mean i I think that um we've been able to develop a good reputation in town uh thank goodness um you know and and there's not a ton of higher-end custom builders here in our market um we know a lot of people me and my wife are both from here you know we're servicing an area of about eighty thousand people um so it's not a huge place uh we we know so many people so that that helps and then you know, we started offering insurance to all our employees. So like, that's something we provide and short-term disability and 401ks. And what's, that's kind of the sales pitch. Cause then when you go to that carpenter and like, Hey, listen, man, like I know that, you know, you might be hesitant, but I can give you, you know, full-time salary or, or however you want to work that out, guaranteed hours, blah, blah, blah. But also with that, it's a retirement system and short-term disability, healthcare, you know, all the things. And those guys have never had that. You know, a lot of them have not. And so they think about, man, a steady paycheck. I don't have to make my schedule. I don't have to listen to customers all the time. Like you, it's easy once you get rolling to, to bring them in. So yeah, go for it, Mike. (laughs) I've got to keep telling you that. Go for it. You're not going to regret it. I'm about to, I want to do it again with a plumber so bad. I can't stand it. I'm I'm trying, I'm trying to figure (laughs) out how to bring a plumber in house that that's killing us, man. I mean 
killing that's, us. That's how my staff my staff started yeah. to grow when subs started to piss me off. I was, started with the tractor guy. I was like, fine, I'll yep. buy a tractor. Yep. Hey. <laughs> Never <laughs> looked back. And, and I and I've got a skid steer. Yeah. And I, the same story. Yep. I mean, it's it's yeah. funny how that works. Yeah. It's it's Yep. So what, have to adapt and keep going. So what type of production are you looking at? How many projects a year are you targeting to feed that machine? So we're about I think around 8 million a year is, is what we did. We should be on track a little North of that for this year. Um, and then we have some investment projects too, that, that I do that's outside of that. So, uh, like rental houses, um, duplexes, we have a couple commercial buildings. And so that's also a feeder, right? It keeps guys busy. Yeah, You can peel them away um, and do a punch list on those type of buildings and properties. That's right. That's right. And, you know, of course, you know, it's one thing that uh, your staff and your overhead being able to pay those, you know, have enough in the machine to feed those. But good news is like all the labor people, I mean, that's billable, right? So it's, yeah, it's not like that straight overhead. Um, we work yeah. in a lot yep. of building cleanup and delivery fees and things in the projects that that way when our runners are going, it's billable. So that helps a lot. Yep. It's sharp. So you're flying it now. You're a home builder without a partner now all yeah. and now all of a sudden you're a, a, a contributing member to the bill show so tell us about how that whole thing came about man that's a good story too so i man back in of course you asked about brooke earlier so this this ties in directly to brooke so back in 2019 i think 2018 i don't remember what year doesn't matter it, well, it was 18 because IBS was early in 19. Our, uh, we had swapped from using Tyvek over to Zip System um, because, you know, I was already reading about building houses tighter, watching some, some of Matt's YouTube channel. Um, Zip System or Huber put out like a contest to enter for you know, Best of Social. This was the first year of the Best of Social Awards. Ended up entering, uh, we built a doghouse out of Zip System. Ended up winning... And Chris um, called me up, Chris Cook, and, um, you know, basically said, hey, listen, we're going to bring you to Vegas. Have you ever been? I said, no, never been to IBS. And so Huber hooked me up, man. They bought me a brick plane tickets. They took us out there, wow. went to IBS, got to meet Matt, the Build Show crew, or what's now the Build Show crew. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the same connections you guys all have. And um, just kind of right in the middle of them, all of a sudden, it's just, you know, so that was in 19. We stayed in contact, you know, through Huber, through social media. Um, I don't remember the first time we filmed together. Um, it might've been at IBS or I know later on Huber connected us again. So I guess the big thing that changed for us, um, along in the relationship was when Huber's, they released uh, their peel and stick underlayment last year. Um, the, release video for IBS was shot at one of my job sites and, and it was an advertorial for Huber Matt and, you know, flew in and we filmed that together and, and kind of just out of the blue, he's like, man, you know, I like having you on camera. Like we need to get you a build show contract. And I was like, wow, what, what'd you say? <laughs> I'm like, say what, <laughs> you know? And so, you know, he said it kind of jokingly and, um, or not jokingly, but I mean, it was just like very nonchalant, just like, Hey, and then we, of course, you know, Matt and boom, we're off the film and something else. Well, so all that content releases, we shot some build show videos for his channel at the same time. And then, 
Uh, from there, we, I guess IBS came, we did the on stage presentation for the peel and stick, was able to talk, you know, just hang out there. We shot a lot more videos um, at IBS together um, that year. And then, um, then he called me up and said, Hey, let's, uh, let's, let's seriously talk about being a contributor. And so that we started that in September of last year. So I don't know how many months that's been six or seven months ago. Is that when you, um, is that when you got the videographer guy on board? Yeah, man. So <laughs> let me tell you that crazy story. I have lots of stories, man. I, I feel like this is, this uh, is the place to tell them. I know, man. I feel like, yeah, this this is it. I mean, did you share did you share a room with him the first night? No, like, uh, no, 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 right? man. It's even it's even a better story than that. So so Lane Lane is my videographer. Lane Lane is a carpenter at heart. So um he was working for me, had been here ninety days. Um I I knew that he had somebody had mentioned to me before that he had done some like skills USA in high school, like videography work. Like and then played with it after high school, but you know how it is when you're a kid. It's like, you don't, you, how do you make money doing that? Right. So the easy answer was go get a, a job swinging a hammer. So Lane went to work, um, as a, as a carpenter working at, for a GC company, um, ended up wanting to move closer to home or, you know, or not work so far from home. So came to work for me as a carpenter. Well then 90 days into this, his old company calls him back and says, Hey, like we want to offer you uh, the job to come back as a supervisor, a lot more money. Um, you don't have to swing a hammer anymore. So Lane walks in literally the day that I signed my contract with Bill Show. He signed, he walks in my office and said, Hey man, we got to talk. I got, I got to turn in my two week notice. And I'm like, Oh, Lane, sit down. <laughs> you know, like don't walk out that door. Cause Lane's just a guy that like, you immediately just love the guy and you, you, you can't, do without him. You can't get rid of like you, you, whatever you have to do, you keep that kind of guy in your, in your, on your team. Right. So yeah. I was like, basically I, that day, I think the next day we talked again and I said, what would you think if I matched the salary, gave you a video camera and told you that's all you had to do is make content for me. And he's like, are you kidding? <laughs> and I said, no, I'm crazy, but I'm not kidding. You know, like, let's go for it. And so yeah. that was the start of it. Um, he's actually like a secret weapon because when I'm out of town, he can help me with my projects too. Like he's, again, he's a trim right. carpenter. So, and he's super organized. So he's now running a media company for me, but yeah, that, it was just freaky, man. It, it, and you know, build show is a good setup because, you know, depending on where you live as a build show contributor, um, you know, they're going to hire a videographer to come video you. And so obviously they're paying somebody. So, you know, I was like, well, Hey, what if we just bring our own in? Can we still, I guess, charge for that? And so that offsets some of his salary, not near all of it, but um, that was a huge help. And we've been able to grow it with a few more little deals here and there with other companies. And so, um, yeah, man, that's crazy to think that that just happened in September. I feel like Lane's been videoing me for a lifetime now. Like I'm, it's, it's weird how comfortable you get when you have to, talk to somebody all the time <laughs> it's just funny yeah yeah no yeah no, well you, you yeah you are comfortable on camera though going through your page man you got it, you got oh, it man. well it's it's taken me getting over myself um several times but and luckily lane's really good yeah. at editing like he's really good at editing like he can yeah there's <laughs> he a lot sound better there's a lot to editing <laughs> yeah. yeah oh man so that's how i have a videographer uh, crazy 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 story but that um 
So what's yeah, involved? What's involved with the? Do you have to do it like once a week, to, contributing episodes or to the build show? Yeah. So so I I, I publish one a week, uh, one build show video a week, and so um, and then anything else like if I did a podcast with Matt like last week, um, that's an, an in addition to that. Um, you know, then there's stuff like IBS. I'll be at JLC next week. Uh, nice. I think we're flying in Tuesday, and I think Wednesday if the weather's good. We're going to fly over to Block Island with Matt and Wade and film some stuff at, at that house. But I mean, so there's always like random things popping up too, but the basics of Build Show is four videos um, a month. And so, um, you know, sometimes we record once a week if we're stressed out for time. Sometimes if I have, I get on a roll, you know, sometimes I'm on a job site and I'm like, hey man, let's yeah. do one over here. Hey, let's do this, you know. And then sometimes yeah. I'm like two minutes into it and I'm like, Hey Lane, screw it, dude. Like I, I can't today. Like I'm, this is awful. I can't focus. I'm pissed off. Like we're just going to scratch it and do yeah. it, some, do, do it tomorrow. Yeah. And so, um, it, it really hadn't been that much work. I honestly was a little bit hesitant to, to, to do it. Like I was scared to commit. In fact, my, my agreement at first was like, Hey, I'll do two videos a month. I'm not going to commit to four. Um, but then after we got into it and, and Lane's so easy to work with and so good at what he does. I mean, he keeps up with like the days that we have to film the topics. He texts me, Hey man, we got to go to this job site tomorrow and film. I can show up, talk for 20 minutes and leave. And Lane handles Everything all else. the setup, yeah. all the editing. I mean, Perfect. and that, that sounds like I'm a movie yep. star and it, that's not at all what I was trying to do. It just, that's how good Lane is. Like Lane's that guy. Oh. Like I, yep. you know, he, he literally yep. takes care of all of it. So that makes it, I guess a little easier because I don't know how you would handle it. Like if it was all on you, I mean, it'd be a full-time job. Oh, like at I, just the editing alone. Just, yeah. Couldn't do it. Ridiculous. No way. And yeah. So like in any of it, like I was mentioning that he picked up some more jobs for us, like um, Eric Ani, that, that uh, mechanical hub, he, we met, hung out in Vegas and, and introduced him and Lane and he reached out and was like, Hey man, could you help me just put together, like produce my podcast basically. So every week he's sending him the raw files and Lane's putting it together. And, you know, it's wow. just a little extra, extra work, um, a little extra income. So yeah, yeah, we've, we're still rolling. It's all new. We're trying to build a sound booth, um, like a, a recording booth. Entrepreneur, wow. man. Yeah. It's uh, the real I, deal. I have a, you might not be a movie a... star, but you're a firefighter. So this is no problem. <laughs> That's bad. Some days I wish I was on the truck again, man, to be honest with you. I'm like, <laughs> what am I doing? I like, bet. Uh, my yeah. office is on like, one of the main roads downtown. And so every time one of the engines go by off the queue, you know, screaming, I'm always like, I wonder where they're going. <laughs> you know, like yeah. makes me, makes me think about it. You did pull a fire engine into one of your videos. Yeah. I saw you were spraying a, a roof or something with the zip. Yeah. That, that was kind of cool. Yeah. That that's uh. do you guys know Guthrie, Matthew Guthrie from build show? Have you ever met Matt? I haven't met um, him. No. Cool. So him. he's basically, um, Matt's right hand man, my, Matt's producer, Matt's everything at this point, or not everything, but he's so involved in Build Show. He came down to film with me, or actually to onboard me. We were, I think we were onboarding, and um, we were just talking one just about being a fireman or something. He said, "Hey, I got an idea," and he didn't tell me what it was. He just like put Matt on speakerphone. Hey, Matt, what do you think about you know using Will as a fireman to spray a house with a fire truck for Huber, like for an avatorial? And I'm like, what is happening? You know, like, it's so, and Matt's like, oh, I love it, man. You know, the, the next thing you know, they're all calling yeah, Huber and they're like, oh, yeah, it'd be awesome. 
And I was like, yeah, we could do that, you know, for sure. And it turned like, luckily we're building a house for a uh, fireman I used to work with. So he was a Lieutenant paramedic indicator as well. He retired and we're building a lake house for him and his wife. And um, he's also a volunteer fire chief in the district where his house is. So it was a training exercise. Um, and it really was. I mean, we got to do some Perfect. water shuttle operations yeah. and spray their aerial truck. And, um, you know, that, those are things that a lot of those guys don't get to train on very often. So that was good. It was good experience for them and a little exposure for them and uh, got them a little donation out of it. And so, yeah, it was. And it looked cool. To put together. It was- and it looked cool. <laughs> yeah. People, Perfect. people love content. firemen, man. Yeah. That's the thing. Builders aren't so sexy, but people like fireman content. <laughs> that's just. Um, yeah, That's, if I was trying to grow my following as a fireman, I could probably be more successful at it than trying to grow it as a home builder. Yeah. Um, yeah, get that female demographic yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, that was, that was a good time. And, um, you know, I think we hit that zip roof with like, yeah, that's a master stream on aerials. That's about probably on a low pressure that we were somewhere in like the 250 GPMs, wow. uh, maybe 350. Um, yeah, so it's a master stream. So we we actually got to soak the crap out of it, and uh, it's never going to rain that heavy. No, 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 no. <laughs> that was the thing, and it, man, I was nervous too. Um, <laughs> man, listen, the tape. <laughs> I told you, I told you, I didn't wear the bags every day, but I can't tell you how much tape rolling. And man, I bet I'm like bet. Matt's coming. <laughs> You guys want to I'm like, Matt's coming to town. This thing's going to be all over YouTube. Like, this is pressure like yeah. no other. I mean, we. Will uh, is a tape man. rolling fool. Man, it, it was a uh, um, it was a trip. And, and and then we then we got the idea to spray some windows with a hand line, which, again, that's a lot of water, too. I mean, you're talking about, you know, 95 G- GPMs from, a you know, about probably 80 pounds of pressure coming out of the, like it's a lot of water getting hit on. A, so yeah. Like, oh gosh, here we go again. You know? Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, we actually did have a leak. So, and it wasn't a Huber product. It was, uh, it was just a, a, a liquid flash at the foundation seal. And one of my guys that was doing it just wasn't his fault really. It was just a small little nail hole. Uh, I think, yeah. well, actually, I think it was his fault. I think he went around the nail and then somebody pulled the nail out later. Uh, but, you know, so anyway, right. I, I walked inside and there was a little water trickling down the basement wall and I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> and then I tracked it up and I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's nothing. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So right. anyway, yeah. yeah, but that was a fun time and I think everybody enjoyed that. So uh, that that's was cool. good for us. Yeah. So the reason you do all that stuff is because you're a firm believer in high performance building, right? Building science. So tell us what attracted you to that at the beginning or when you started your company. Why did you gravitate towards the high performance side of building? Man, that's a good one. I, I actually, um, I had a customer when I, um, I was building, gosh, this is probably the first year um, we were in business. I was actually at the hospital having our daughter and he's wearing me out about um, house wrap. You know, and I'm like, what is this guy? And Terry, and I don't even mind telling you his name. He's it's funny. We still talk and we laugh about this, but he he um, was an IT guy at a plant, right? Like he's not a builder at all. Well, he's bombarding me with all these articles from some 
dude named Matt Reisinger. And I'm like, what the freak, man? The like, Matt Reisinger effect. All, yeah. And it's like, he's sending me, you know, like, hey, you don't want to use perforated house wrap behind brick, you know, and because brick in his house. And he's asking me, hey, what kind of house wrap are we doing? I said, I, I'm like, Terry, I don't know. It's whatever they send out. Like, I, I don't, I don't know what, I, I don't even know the name of it, you know? Well, that kind of led me into like reading all these articles. And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, there's a lot I don't know, I'm afraid, you know? And so I started, you know, I found his content easy to follow, you know? So then next thing you know, you're just like at the fire station, just watching hours of videos at night and um, got going. And then that same house, he's, you know, this customer wanted like a full encapsulation spray foam. And so I ended up talking with a, a spray foam company out of, out of uh, Decatur is who, who did it, a company called Synergy and Todd, Todd was big. Todd was, a, he's an energy guy. He does HVAC design work. And so he starts, he comes out, explains everything to me. And I'm just staring at him like, dude, I'm blown <laughs> away right now. Like, you know, he's, and so I'm like, dang. So then I, then I start thinking like, I'm a terrible builder. Like, I don't, I don't know anything about this, you know? So then I can't stand being like that. So then more reading, more yeah. reading, more reading. And, um, man, I just loved it. I just kept, kept going. And, um, that was kind of what sparked it. And then, um, then we ended up swap, switch, to zip system a house or two after that. Um, cause I was, I was literally trying to air seal with Tyvek. Like you ever tried that? It's terrible. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like taking a bot. It's like trying to, you know, like wrap a Christmas present that's airtight. Like anyway, so um, in an effort to get better blower door numbers, we, we ended up switching to, um, to zip. And then, you know, my, my take on building science has been, I guess, not different than anybody else's view. I just, uh, you know, we have a balance here. Like we, one, we're building, you know, eight, nine jobs at one time. Um, you know, so we're a higher volume. We do, you know, I'm dealing with clients a lot of times that, don't really not that they don't care about it they just um they, it's not something they value yeah. you know like you tell them that hey you know <laughs> instead of having a thousand dollar month power bill you could have a four dollar month power bill or three hundred dollars or whatever they just look at you like I, okay like you know so now the good part is with some of that you can just work it into your bill like you you, you can do things that they appreciate but um, we have big roof houses, man. Like we, we, we're, we're in the South. Like you should see some of these farmhouses, like, you know, it's 16 pitch roofs and you could put a whole other house inside their attic. Yeah. Right. But that's, that's what people want. Um, what climate so, zone are you guys in? Three, three, just barely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have been down, um, my, my whole thing is like you, I'll tell clients like there's, there's a certain line that it makes sense. And then beyond that, like in our, in our area, if you start putting panels on roofs and, and, you know, trying to build passive houses, like, I don't know that you're ever going to get the return from that here. Like power's cheap, you know, like we're 13 cents a kilowatt hour for power here. Um, that could change, you know, but I know like Steve and those guys, and, and I don't even know your climate or your market, but what, 26 cents, 30 cents a kilowatt hour is not uncommon in some areas. So you know, it, it, and we have to be somewhat competitive too, because you know, not everybody's doing even upgrades like Zip System. So, you know, you can't just blow everybody's budget, or you'll not have any builds going on. So, did you find um, it hard to right. to 
get zip in your area when you first started? Because I've heard some guys say it's harder to get it, or at least the R panels. Uh, well, the R panels, perhaps. Uh, zip, zip, just 7.16s zip. No, I mean, that, that's been easy from day one. Um, you know, there was like this little moment through COVID where everybody was like screaming, you know, you couldn't get it, but yeah. that was short-lived. Um, you know, zip R has been, it's, you know, I mean, it's not readily available. Like I can't just go pick it up, but as long as I can give them, you know, four or five week notice, um, it, it's typically not a problem to bring some in. Now we have, we've only used the half inch, uh, version. We haven't gone any bigger, so I don't, I can't speak to all of that. I'm sure different climates probably are not going to have yeah. certain, certain, you know, uh, thicknesses of it, but no, availability hadn't been hadn't been trouble for us with Huber's products. Um, thank goodness. Um, but but yeah, that's so. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't get in. I guess that I can't really say that. So I don't. I, I look for like low cost, high impact items. You know, that's kind of my thing. Um, you know, I, but I'm not. Uh, I don't. I don't air seal with drywall and have ventilated attics. Like we shoot open cell phone. We have big open attics that are conditioned. We deck them. We um, incorporate storage into our trusses because people love their Christmas decorations at 70 degrees in the summer. They just do. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, so yeah, I mean, you know, I, people argue with me about like, Oh, your shingles are going to burn off your roof. And I'm like, I've never seen a shingle burn off a roof. Like go show me, you know? Um, and, and so certain shingle manufacturers void the warranty. I get that. Um, uh, certainty does not. Um, but, We've never had an issue with that. That's one thing people get hung up on. They are like, I can't believe you're spray foaming your the bottom side of your roof deck. Well, I mean, okay. Tell the guy that has the hundred dollar a month power bill that that's a bad idea. You know, <laughs> like I mean, he loves it, right, you know. Right. His wife's Christmas trees look now, great. <laughs> right. Will you change your building assembly process? I mean, to fit budget, or are you locked in like this is how we Oh no, build. man. We we can behind. we just don't go below. Like I'm not gonna like I Somebody asked me to use like a cheap house wrap or something like that. Heck no. But you can typically tell like, and I, I make it clear, like I'm not going to be the cheapest builder in our market. I promise you that. And we're not going to be the fastest. And there's a standard that we don't go below, you know? Um, right. So like, we're going to blow it over your house. We're going to use a nice airtight assembly. Um, I'm going to, you know, unless you really have a good, fighting you like you're going to get a nice 18 sear plus heat pump that's designed well uh we're going to have a dehumidifier it's you know all these basement houses that we're doing so like i, I love a de- the ventilating santa fe that's my go-to um so yeah i mean and once you explain it to them typically it's an education problem like yeah. they think oh we'll they they hear it out here oh man yeah high cotton homes is expensive well you, you dang right we are, but you know, it's because we're doing a really yeah. good house. Like, you know, I could build you that's a right. dog house if that's what you, but you wouldn't live in it. You know, that's not what you want. Well, so, maybe, right. maybe the dog house that you built. <laughs> yeah. 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 The award, the award yeah, winning. Yeah. Dog but, but yeah. anyway, I get on a soapbox, you know, I, people call me and I swear, like I, I want to just hang up the phone. Like I love what, Hey man, so, so gave me your number. Like, you know, we're wanting to build a house. Okay, cool. Yeah. Like I love to talk to you. So how much how much are you charging per square foot now? I'm like, oh my gosh! Like, please get out of here! I'm like, I mean, why do we always get asked that question? Like, that's two hundred to a thousand. Right. I'm like, do you want a Kia or do you want a Ferrari? I mean, 
That's like asking how much a car costs per square foot. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, right. what well, do you want it yeah. to cost? That, qu- like, that question is never going to go away. So we have to be creative uh, no. on how we answer it. Well, that's a good, yeah, you got a good pitch back. Yeah. Like every builder selling. gets asked that question. And like, you know, I hear Maddie, our accountant, that, that talks to our, our leads when they come in. And like, I can hear in there explaining it to them. And I'm like, oh, there's another one. You know, <laughs> somebody else is asking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, some, some clients, like I had a, uh, house ooh, two years ago. He was ICF house. Um, but only the one and only IC, ICF house that I've ever done. And that I'll probably ever do unless I mean, probably, um, but you know, he wanted zip R, he wanted geothermal. He wanted basically any, um, anything we could give him, you know, he, he, he was all in big build show follower. Like until he saw the price. Build, Man, no, 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 no. He never blinked. He oh, was wow. so excited, so excited. And uh, that those are fun jobs. Not and not that you're trying to um, drive a budget up, but it's just you have clients that value that and and ha- and then have the, exactly. the ability to pay for it. Like, they man, that's like job. every builder's yeah. that you know. You said I'm PM. I told you I was PM in a job right now. Like that's 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 the situation I'm in uh, with that job. And so, um, you know it's it's can be stressful because at that point you're just like trying to meet their expectations, you know, not necessarily the budget is bad, but and honestly that I don't know which is worse, you know, like you don't want to disappoint anybody. Um, but, but yeah, so um, anyway, we, we, we are a custom builder for sure. I mean, I, I we can get as crazy as somebody wants. Um, but anyway, that's, Hey, not not to trash the ICF brand, but um, what do you? Uh, I've never used one. I've never done one. Yeah. But what what? Why wouldn't you want to use them again Ma- without uh, beating them up too bad? No, no, no. I don't have to beat them up. I mean, it, it's it's uh, it's a labor issue here. Like, there was no crew anywhere close to my market that could do it. Um, right. That would be willing to travel over here, and time was a little bit of an issue. We actually took this job over from the homeowner. Uh, that's how this this thing started. So we ended up using our carpenters and we self-performed it and we brought in our framers to help with a lot of it. Cause there's a ton of like basically scaffold building that goes on in ICF um, and all the bracing. And, and, and it was a very, here's hey, my advice to you, Jamie, if you do an ICF, get you a nice square basement, right? Don't, don't <laughs> yeah. start. Not oh my up. gosh. <laughs> yeah. Man, and then yeah. and then it was like pump day started, you know. So we were like, you know, all of a sudden we started having blowouts. Oh, and, you, know, you got an overhead pump dumping concrete. All of a sudden, you got styrofoam mm-hmm. blowing out into the freaking yard, and everybody's scrambling and screaming. And it that I guess if you're prepared so, for that and you know, there's a big learning huge, curve to it. It's a big learning curve. Learning curve. Right. And yeah. then I it, imagine you know, be, if yeah. you screw anything up, you know, then you're calling the concrete cutting contractor to come out and move a door over, um, ask, ask me how yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, so you know, stuff like that, nothing's easy, you know, then it's like, you know, how we were yeah. trying to rough in like a piece of pipe, or, you know, for every, um, sconce, you know, outside. Right. So, but they didn't have the sconces picked out, you know, like, oh. and so then you're just like freaking guessing. Well, then 
you know, you may or may not get that one right, but then you have to plug that hole and then you get a hammer drill out and drill through it. And then here comes the electricians yeah. and they're pissed off because now they have to stuff their wires in foam, you know, but it's not like spray foam. It's, you know, you have to cut it. Like you have to, they used electric chainsaws and like routed out all their channels and then they were poking wires and it, it was just slow, man. It was so slow. I yeah. felt like we yeah. could do things so much more efficient, you know, when it, when it comes to that. Um, definitely yeah, a learning I'm, curve. I'm a superior wall guy yeah. now when it comes to, it, unless we have to do forward basement walls, depending on, I guess the retainage situation, but we, we do a fair amount of superior wall jobs, the precast stuff. Ah. Um, yeah, we've got a guy in our builder, Tony. Yeah, so we're talking about that in North Carolina. Yeah, which blows me away because we're earthquake stuff, right? So we're uh, monolithic, lots of rebar, yeah. all that good stuff. So I was like, you, you guys just <laughs> drop in your walls it's crazy <laughs> on a gravel what? footer, yeah, on a gravel footer. Yeah, that's wild to me. But hey, I mean, they, well, I, I was a killer. Who was who was talking about it? I forget, but they put a basement yeah, in the day. Kelly. I was like, holy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. because Kelly was Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. It takes us a day to carry the rebar down <laughs> no, no, the doubt. no doubt. And Superior's been around a long time. I mean, like it's that's one thing. Like it's not like it's a brand new product. I mean, it's um, people get a little nervous about it, but I, I don't know anybody personally that's had a bad experience with Superior walls. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it, especially in our climate in the yeah, cold. Yeah. You can just plug on through through the deep cold. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about frost. And that's actually why he was he thought yeah, that's curing, why Kelly yeah, loved that it. Makes in, sense in our Builder Twenty group. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah I hadn't winter. even thought yeah. about that. We don't really have that issue here, but uh, to me, it's a labor thing too. Like you know, we, we we talked about that earlier a little bit about the crisis that we're in of getting skilled laborers. Well, you know, there's only so many times I care to, you know, listen to my framers complain about you know wall heights being so jacked up and out of square too on a yep. basement foundation. And <laughs> even though the surveyors pinned everything, you know. And it's like you, and then you look at their forms, and their forms like they've been beat with sledgehammers. Like there's no way something can be straight when your forms are crooked. You know, like anyway. So poured walls can be stressful, Um, and but like with superior wall, you can just like you you can already have your floor trusses built, like because the CAD the CAD drawing they send you is exactly what you're getting, like. It's incredible. Yeah. That's I mean, nice. It's prefab, it's prefab work. It's yeah. built in a factory. Mm-hmm. It's going to come out square and work every time. Yeah. Like trusses work every time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are you guys trusses? Are you, are you, are you no. use a lot of, a lot of trusses or no? We're all stick frame. Yeah, all no, stick frame. Oh man. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. So I'm going to ask you about another thing that annoys you. Your interior oh. designers. You brought them in house. Tell me about these outside designers. Man. Um, Whew, you know, so that's a big, I think that's a big topic in our industry. I don't think that's just a joke with me. Um, I'm in a Builder 10 group with Southern Living. Um, we actually just had a Zoom call yesterday and this topic got brought up again. And at our at our summit a month ago in Atlanta, um, it's like the reoccurring conversation, you know, about it. But what, what happened with me, man, I just... You know, I had a client that brought in an outside designer and they were, um, you know, they had very strong opinions about their subcontractors that they like working with and mm. not mine, basically. And so and it's this weird relationship because the wife or the or the, the family, they're paying the designer, you know, they're, 
they're working with them, their buddies perhaps already before they even come to your project. And so the second anything goes wrong, you get blamed, right? So that's the first thing I noticed. I was like, well, wait a second. Like, why? It's like y'all are ganging up on me all of a sudden, you know, because mm-hmm. anyway, I, I probably shouldn't go too far down that rabbit hole, but, but basically that, um, that dynamic's tough, right? So we had, we had an, a couple issues there that we worked through and we ended up getting through the job, but I had it happen again, um, on another project and well, not as bad, but, um, it, it just made me aggravated. Like, you know, then I thought, man, like <clears throat> if I could just find somebody to help me do that for high cotton, wouldn't that be nice? And so I ended up interviewing and, you know, one good thing is like, talk about a, a trouble finding skilled laborers. Um, you know, fortunately you can find a lot of interior designers wanting to work for a custom home building company. That's a kind of, a, I know now that's like a dream job for a lot of designers is to actually be working sure. with the builder all the time. So we got a lot of good applicants, ended up hiring somebody. And then I realized the true value because then it's like, man, like they are team high cotton. So like, even if the cabinet guy totally screwed something up and they're walking through with the wife, like they make it cool. You know, like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. Like, I'll get with them. They'll, you know, they'll figure it out. Like, don't worry about that. Versus the other way would be like, yeah, Will's cabinet guy sucks. You know, like, and so totally. then I'm like, getting, yep. you know, hellfire missiles blown at me all night on on, on email. Yep. So being yep. just help, having somebody to help defuse that um, is so big. And, and, and Amy has turned in, she's our, our lead designer now. And I mean, they're really like project managers too. I mean, they, they're, they're so involved even from a plan development phase to everything pre-construction to then, I mean, they're, yeah. they're they know the house forwards and backwards. They have great relationships with the clients. Um, they can, they can gosh, order trim for you. They can order all, I mean, they handle all of our selections and, and plumbing fixtures, light fixtures. And it's huge. Yeah. Just take the stress off of you. I mean, <clears throat> you know, and, and we don't charge her by the hour. We have, we have it built into our project. So, you know, I tell people it's, it's all or nothing with us. We don't, we don't do a la carte service on design, design work. Yep. Um, and so that way the wife's not trying to go to the plumbing show house by herself and save that whatever, 150 bucks an hour. Yeah. And next thing you know, right. she don't know what to tell them and you got the wrong crap showing up to the plumbers and yeah, so, anyway, and you should have verified you're right, the contractor. So then I get blamed yeah. again. Yeah. We all, it's funny how that yep. bill yep. always gets blamed. Um, Hundred yeah. percent. When you got the deep pockets, That's, you should pay for it because they're yeah. charged by the hour. They can't cover that. And uh, yeah, no, so, I've been there. I'm in the middle of bringing design in right now for all these reasons. We're we're transitioning right now. And it's such a good decision. Just it's, it's, it's so nice. Yeah. Um, See, I, I disagree with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> First oh, of all, I don't God. want to bring anybody in house. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe we've just been oh. fortunate that we end up working with a bunch of great outside designers that, and you know, you back to what you mentioned, Will, like they're, they're part of your team. I, fi- yeah. I find that the designers we're working with are, are part of the team where if there is a mistake, they're not going to blow it up and call attention to it and blame somebody. They're more about, okay, we got to fix this issue. They, they calm the customer down and they help smooth yeah. it over. And maybe I've just been lucky working with a few good designers that actually do that. Uh, I can see how if some outside designer wants to put the blame off of them and put it on the builder, then yeah, that definitely sucks. 
yeah, well, we've had we've had good experiences in the past. We've had Amy Storm on in one of our previous podcasts, and she's a good example. Her her team, total team players with the builder. Even not just me, she works with tons of other builders, and they're team players. They'll smooth that smooth everything out with the builder yeah. and handle all that selection and all that ordering and all that other crap that we hate doing. We uh, we have we're doing a custom home, and um, the, the homeowner picked a designer. Um, we're great. No problem. Always happy to meet new designers. But I set up an off offline meeting with our staff and their staff and just laid it all on the table. Said, this is how we work. This is how we want to work. We are mm-hmm. a team. Listen, there's going to be mistakes going to be made both ways. And the, the goal is just the happy client at the end and a smooth build. So I get it out. And if I get in front of it as soon as I can. Smart. Yeah. But, I, you know, and to be fair, like, I don't know that I had enough processes in place and, and good things built up when some of that stuff was happening. Um, so, you know, I can't blame them for everything. Cause obviously there's, there's certainly faults of mine that, that played into that, but you know, I, I, it's just been good. I mean, I think it's a good sales point. I think when you go, go to the table with a client Agreed. and, and they realize that, man, like, okay, I could pick this builder and it's all, it's a one-stop shop, you know, their work's beautiful. They have, yep. you know, that's it. They picked it. Your work's beautiful. And you say, Hey, this is the yep. team that did it. And we execute. They yeah. picked it. It's a, so, yeah, done. So the I wife founds it or finds some cool design pictures that we've done on Instagram and, and she loves it. And she shows her husband, the husband starts looking and Hey, look, man, he's on build show. Like they build an efficient house. Like that sounds yep. cool. So then boom, they're in my office, yeah. you know? Um, I, I think, and I like having a big team. I mean, I, I like, that's part of me, man. I got, I, I really enjoy having a big staff and, well, you're from mm-hmm. a team, right? You're a firefighter. I mean, that's good. Yeah. And I think once stuff. you start rolling with hiring people and building that team, it's like, well, heck, what's what's two more? You know, like, that's, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Right, Mike? Hey, come on. It's <laughs> yeah. like a record of it. It's, it's billable. It's billable. Jamie uh, employs half of the northern part of California and <laughs> his team. There we go. That's it's awesome. 34, 35. Yeah. Is that what you're up to now? Yeah. We got 30, 32 wow. on staff right so now. Much fun, man. I'm gonna catch you, Jamie. I, I love it. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's funny. So I mean, it's you can't write half the stuff <laughs> no. that goes on in the day. You couldn't make it up, but you know what? Yeah. It's fun. I enjoy. I enjoy that paperwork. Not for me, right? I like building, like being in the yeah. field. But yeah, the, the guys and the girls are are great. Yeah. I love it, it. Makes it fun. I mean, I have we have such a cool staff that like. I mean, it's motivation for me to get up every morning. You know, just to. Not, you know, just to be there for them, support them, but just have a good time. Like, it's it's a – gosh, we yeah. laugh and cut up. No, you guys definitely are. I think my favorite one was, was the uh, the safety meeting oh, before man. the IBS in the airport. <laughs> I was rolling. I was like, that was good. Oh, man. Yeah, Vegas was uh, – uh, it's like all good. of a sudden I had to be, like, the responsible one big time in Vegas. I was like, nah, listen, guys, like, you yeah. know, we got to go to bed because – like nine AM is gonna come early. Vegas is gonna kill you. Like you gotta, <laughs> you gotta pace yourself. Like, trust me. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah but then my wife's like, "You gotta make this real," you know. So that was funny. Yeah, we. That's the kind of stuff that we. It's a family too, Mike. That's one thing. That's hundred like, percent. Like my daughters, yep. that's all they know. Like our employees are my kids' best friends. They literally call them their best friends. Like that's great. Yeah, it, it, yep. they uh, they come to all the birthday parties. They come to family functions. And oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, exactly. That makes it a lot yeah. of fun. No, Nobody really awesome. wants to be my friend, so I can at least <laughs> be my friend, and then I have friends. And so, that's what I do. Yeah, you know. I need to ride yeah. the airport. Yeah. Hold on, I got a guy. <laughs> I don't really have true friends. I just have paid for friends. But <laughs> no, it's fun. That's, that's, 
well, it may not be wrong, but you know, you have it to, makes me feel good. You have to be the first friendless <laughs> fireman probably in history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Oh man, that's hilarious. That's awesome. Well, all right, Will, mm-hmm. I think we're an hour in, so we'll probably wrap it up, but really appreciate you coming on. It sounds like you've got it figured yeah. out, yeah. man. It sounds like you've got yeah. it all figured out. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Got the right Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're you know one Celsius at a time, and and we keep we keep trucking. Yeah. So keep up all the good work, especially the build show that we enjoy watching your videos. Yeah. Good to have you on. Appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks so much. Real talk. Real talk, bet. Bet!